0: Well, strap on your stupid friends. I need a microphone. But let's, uh, let's hang out while I'm still awake. Yeah, that's right. Let's hang out while I'm still awake because I started to drift off sitting on the couch this afternoon, and I didn't actually fully fall asleep, but neither did I fully wake up. So, uh I've been sort of tired and grouchy ever since. But there it is. Welcome though. Monday night, nine oh two PM. You know the drill. It's Monday night. We're drinking beer because it is the Toronto Beer Podcast with me, your host, Chris, the Tired Guy Schreier. But we got a good one tonight. This is a real a real uh a real winter warmer, is what people would say. I bought it in the summer. Go figure. But uh, but we're going to drink it tonight. I've been sitting on this one for a while. I've been telling you about it. I think I had it before my last holiday, and I'm on holiday again. Or I got it while we were... I got it at the start of that holiday. And I'm on another week holiday. It is this delightful little brew right here. Oh, man. Crowds are just pouring in. Pouring in right now. Saying hi to everyone. This is Lone Wine. See what they did there? Sawdust City. Very clever. It's a barley wine. So you're all familiar with Lone Pine. This is Lone Wine. Not bad. Not just a barley wine, friends. It's an American-style barley wine. What does that mean? Well, there's a lot of words here. I haven't read them yet. but We'll look into that. But I think before we let them tell us what we're drinking... I'd like to tell them what I think I'm drinking. Them being Sawdust. And you, because you're listening and or watching. Very pleased to have a bunch of you uh, tuning in right now. I used to joke around about podcasts being live. Being like, uh, why don't you call in right now? Because, of course, that's funny because podcasts or anything but live but now I do this live segment and thank the creator we can do it sorry I'm really itchy because I have to shave if you're looking at the video I'm not growing my beard in I just haven't shaved in a long time um good golly did you get stung by that facebook slash instagram outage today I think most people did Not just if you were trying to use Facebook and Instagram, either, because a lot of people use Facebook to log into other services. What a disaster! And the best part was, it looks like it was an inside job. Yeah, they managed their own DNS records and they were deleted. And you would have had to have been inside to do that. So either somebody on the inside deleted their records, or they got hacked so bad somebody got inside, deleted their records, and nobody noticed the second one is the worst option, so they're hoping it was an inside job. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. We are back live on Instagram and YouTube, which has nothing to do with Facebook or Instagram, so that's all right. And uh, we're going to drink this lone wine. My brain is wandering already. Here we go. Uh, Delightful looking um, dark amber, just a little orangey. Um, it is hazy but but mostly clear bit of a white head on it didn't really pour it with head in mind so give it a little swirl oh yeah a nice dense little white head comes up real easy hmm now on the nose it's jammy lots of malt it's funny If you gave this to me blind, I probably would have thought it was a darker malt profile than this. I get like uh, figs and something venice. It's interesting, the venice quality actually comes off almost more like brandy-like than wine-like. Now I know that I'm getting a little... Air splitty, hair splitty. Not air. I'm not splitting air. Uh, it's a brandy-like quality, for sure. Hmm. Let to give it a taste. Hmm. Well, that's very good. Oh wow. Huh. Hey. Hey. Hang with me. I need another sip. Wow. Less uh, dark fruity jammy quality on the palate because there's a very assertive herbal earthy hop quality to this. Um, there is a ton of chewy, malty qualities as well. I've just used the word quality twice. I am very tired, guys. I'm sorry. Um, there is some nice dark fruit to it, for sure. Again, oddly, because... I'm having like some sort of like cognitive dissonance because of the color of the beer and the way it tastes. I keep thinking it must be darker than this. There's definitely like fig... Maybe uh, maybe some currant or some raisin. There's a, a spirity, like rum-like quality, quite sweet. Yeah, cane sugar, rummy. Which kind of maybe explains some of that brandy quality I got on the nose. I'm not getting that brandy thing, the, 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 the Venice winy kind of thing. I'm not getting as much on the palate. I can still smell it, though. But then this big, drying. It's not bitter like an IPA, but there's a very dominant hop quality. Like I say, um, earthy, a bit herbal. Um, not quite dank yet, but it could get there. super complicated i keep finding new things i got some apple in that one fresh not stewed huh i'm gonna oh well i uh, accidentally sat down the can and staring me in the face is the hot bill, which is summit simcoe columbus and chinook yep i agree with all of that um let's read the essay on the side it's quite long uh light toasted bread yeah sure i'll take that Subdued orange citrus, hints of marmalade and pine, maltiness in the background. Pine, eh? I don't know. I get so much dark fruit off the nose. I'm not getting pine on the nose. And on the palate, it's not piney to me so much as, like I say, herbal and quite earthy. But again, that's sort of in the same wheelhouse. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I don't really get citrus off of it personally. Huh. Suddenly, I just got a real pop of, um, I know I've been saying like herbal and, and earthy, but I was thinking in sort of a more earthy, foresty kind of thing. I just had a very um, parsley like pop to it. Hmm. It's interesting, it's not particularly boozy. And I think it's like 10%. No, I was wrong. It's 11.2%. I don't really get much alcohol heat to speak of. It's definitely got a very dense, uh, sweet, full body. Uh, For sure. But I feel like those hops are just disarming it. Um, In a good way, but in a dangerous way. Yeah, hmm. That's super tasty. It's very complex. Uh, I just, the hop is the thing. I'm going to say I can't get over it. I want to be clear. It's not hoppy. It's not like an IPA. But the hop presence is so clear. Even in like a lot of American barley wines, I tend to find like the malt is the driving factor. And even if they're quite well hopped, it's it's sort of tags in at the end. This is very hop driven. Again, very nice sweet malty qualities um, to it, but it's it's much more about the hops. It's a very interesting beer. It's not at all what I was expecting. Uh, yeah, what else do we say about it here? I agree with this. Hoppy without being bitter. Malty without being sweet. Yeah, it's not like, it's not cloyingly sweet at all, but you can definitely taste. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of malt in there. (laughs) Oh, this is the 2000th brew, and it's their first time they made a barley wine. Well, I'd say they did a pretty dang good job. Not like a British barley wine. It's definitely very much an American-style barley wine. Um... Again, that big hop presence, very high alcohol. You know, British barley wines can get up there, but they tend to be more like in the 8-9 range uh, percent uh, for alcohol. This one clocking in at 11, 11 two, God help us, is a whole different ball of wax. But it's weirdly approachable. Um, it's it's <laughs> This should be a more challenging beer than it is. There's plenty to go on there. Um, I feel like if I had my wits about me... Also, I still don't have a super good sense of smell right now. No, it's not COVID. I tested negative. But I just I haven't been able to shake this congestion. And uh, you can even hear it probably in my voice. It's burning out. Uh, I still don't have a fantastic sense of smell. It's very strange. But uh, but I do get a ton of... like. It's not like I'm without smell. <laughs> I just don't have great... Um, definition to my smell right now uh yeah oh it's interesting i just poured out the can it's quite a bit hazier it had settled out and i hadn't agitated it i don't know if you can see that in the video or not now it's completely opaque interesting to see with that bit of lees in the bottom how we're doing hmm So, so now here, I would say it's almost like candied orange peel. That fruity quality, I'm getting... So again, it's not fresh and juicy. It's like candied orange peel. It's orangey now, um, but with that real sweet, but also it's kind of a dark, dried kind of fruit flavor. Um, and that actually lends very well and might even be partially because of the hopping. Um Bernabosa says tannic dryness, um, a little, but uh, it's, there's so much malt sweetness that, that a, di- a different beer, a different malt profile with the same hopping would definitely have a real, maybe even a stringent quality to it. But this beer has got so much uh, malt sweetness, it, it keeps up just fine. The balance on this is actually really in- amazing. It's pretty intense how they've managed this. I think the most disarming thing is how, how easily this drinks, like if you were to just hand this to me and I were to take a sip, well, here's one, what would I think it would be like? I would probably think it was an old ale or a barley wine, but not a massive one. Like I maybe would have said it was in like the six to seven percent range, um, which would be quite low for an old ale, um, because it just, it's. It's got sweetness to it. There's a real clear malt profile, some jammy qualities or some dried fruit qualities or, like I say, candied orange peel quality. Big hoppy things, so obviously they're doing something American, but all sort of in balance. It actually, I was going to say, it reminds me of Peculiar from Granite. It's not, it doesn't, it's not like Peculiar or it, it, it is insofar as they're, in a similar style, but obviously Peculiar doesn't have the whole hopping thing going. Um, it has hops, but it's not a hop driven beer. Um, but it too doesn't drink like hot. <laughs> so I think it's eight or something like that. And uh, <clears throat> pardon me, it doesn't, it doesn't drink like a beer that's high alcohol. And this definitely doesn't either. Um, the one detraction to that is I was saying like it's a winter warmer or whatever. It doesn't particularly warm me up, but it's really tasty. So that's uh, Lone Wine from Sawdust City. Uh, It says extra strong beer. No fooling. Um, Check it out. This is a really cool beer. It's probably still available at the brewery. That's where I bought it. They do uh, online ordering, so you can connect that. Um, Doubt that that made it to the LCBO, but I could be wrong. Might be an LCBO beer. Could... uh, you check and see um but as i always say sawdust just if you're in the area if you're in muskoka get yourself down to gravenhurst and swing it on by because that's a tasty beer i also remember that it was a bit sticker shocky like i can't remember off the top of my head but it wasn't inexpensive pardon me it uh but yeah delightful really nice beer hmm well, you know the drill, oh, as it's warming, it is actually starting to get uh, bitter uh uh on the on the finish in a nice way it uh it's not squeaky at all, but nice assertive dry, bitter finish to it. It's good. What are we gonna eat with this? This is a real real conundrum. well, actually, no, it's not, I know exactly, and I've said this a billion times. This is a beer that Beamster and especially Beamster XO would go really well with. Both the uh, the biting hop and the uh, very malty sweetness um, would offset Beamster XO is very sharp. There's some funk to it, um, and obviously it's quite fatty. It's a it's a uh, a very dense cheese it's very hard though right crumbly um, this would work really well with uh, one of that style of, of cheese maybe wouldn't want to get too funky like maybe not like a cloth-bound cheddar or something but uh, a very mature Beamster Beamster XO something in that range you'll be happy with that if you want to eat like not just a chunk of cheese which I don't know why um, just have a chunk of cheese for dinner. There's nothing wrong with that. Unless you're lactose intolerant. Even then, it's probably worth the, the pain. Mmm. What would we have with this? It's interesting. I think it's actually calling for something lighter. Um, not like a beef bourguignon, you know? Um, oh, you know what would be really good? Oh, like... Uh, Well, it's going to sound kind of crazy that I just said not like beef bourguignon, but because it's Oktoberfest sort of ostensibly right now, um, should just have ended this weekend uh, past. I say should because I don't think they did it. I think they canceled it again this year. But regardless, it ends the first weekend in October. Uh, A pork knuckle with that would be very interesting Um, nice uh, fatty somewhat salty piece of pork it's cooked on the bone so you get a lot of that collagen breakdown from it um, which makes it delightfully rich Uh, but oh here's my darling wife Uh, so with that again no alcoholic heat to cut that fattiness but the hop definitely would and then those fruity qualities and again darker jammy dried orange peel candied orange peel I mean that's all gonna work really well uh, within the the pork context now if you're not a pork eater like me um, I don't have a plant-based equivalent for pork knuckle unfortunately Um, so I have the Beamster And if you don't, if you're full vegan, just have the beer. It's pretty good. Um, Actually, you know what would be really nice? Did I just say this not that long ago? Um, A nice piece of toast, maybe some sourdough with marmalade. Um, And like, not like uh, Smuckers from the grocery store marmalade, but like your granny's marmalade. Like bitter and quite sweet. Um, would work really well with this in a complimentary way obviously drawing some of that orange peel out uh, some of the sugar from the marmalade versus the beer um, and and of course the bitterness of the marmalade with the bitterness of the hop that could be a very interesting thing and and alternatively um, anything you want to do um, don't be afraid to use preserves like marmalades and jams and such as an ingredient as opposed to a final product They, they are they're perfectly wonderful final products You know, you can spread them on things and whatever, but you can also use them as an ingredient. And if you make up uh, like a marinade or uh, some sort of a sauce using a marmalade, um, that would work really well with this beer. So that'd be good. Uh, That's that's the direction I think I would go. It's about as good as you're going to get out of me tonight, guys. My brain is just fried. I'm going to have a sip. I'm going to talk at you and then go to bed or something. Well, not quite, but close. Hmm. I feel like the package is getting even tighter as I'm drinking it, as it's warming a little bit. It feels less like taste this, taste this, taste this, taste this, all these like a parade of tastes. It's just becoming more homogenous and you can identify the different flavors, but it doesn't like hit piece by piece on your tongue. It's just this like wave. It's quite something and a remarkably dry finish well from the hops it's not a dry beer it's quite sweet mm. that really is something i wonder what yeast they used i have to put that no they haven't here that would be interesting to know what what yeast they used on that Because it obvious it's a high alcohol yeast Not every yeast can take a beer up to 11. Um, A lot of yeasts poison themselves with alcohol before they get there. So I'd be interested to know. And I know the man who knows. I can ask Sammy. He'll tell me. I'll text him as soon as this is done. But anyway, I digress. Hey, you know what I did yesterday? I caught back from camping, which was great. It was rainy as, but we had a ball. Uh, but, uh, then I went over to Godspeed cause you know, that's what I do. Uh, but they were having their Oktoberfest party. It was delightful. The, uh, the real key for me is it's the last event that their chef, uh, Reusuke Yamanaka, Yamanaka-san, um, is going to be doing. He will be, uh, parting ways on great terms. No bad blood there, uh, with the brewery at the end of the month. And going to take a bit of time off, pardon me, and then look for the next adventure. Chefs tend not to stay places long. And uh, I think he was telling me last night he's been there five years or six years, long time for a chef. Uh, So it's time for him to spread his wings and try something different. And uh, wherever he goes, uh, wherever he lands, they will be very, very lucky to have him. He is a chef like no other. And uh, honestly, and and I'm sure Bim would say this too, was a real factor in uh, the early success of of Godspeed. Obviously, you know, Bim's the darling of the craft beer uh, community. People were going to turn up and drink his beer, but that the food was so good and so interesting and so unique, uh, really uh, cemented uh, Godspeed, uh, not just as... They got a killer brewer, but it's the complete package. It's a beautiful space. The servers are attentive and intelligent and wonderful, and the food uh, via uh, Yamanakasan and his uh, his team is just perfect. So, Raisky, uh, I mean, we're buds, but you will be missed when I go by Godspeed and don't get to see your very happy smiling face. But anyway. Uh, I went because it was his last event, and so I went by to hang out and uh, have uh, have some beers, and uh, it was delightful. The Nonbe their uh, uh, Oktoberfest Marzen beer is on tap right now, it's so good. Had that last year for my birthday, man it was nice, and uh, just as good this year. And then uh, I was with a, uh, a group of ne'er-do-wells in the back, as can happen at this sort of an event. Uh, I'm not going to name names, but there were a couple of us there and uh, Bim had hooked up a, a pigtail tap off of the fermenter with uh, Svetli 12 in it. Uh, sorry, one of the people who will remain nameless, but who is a native Czech speaker, help me with my pronunciation. It's Svetli, I believe is how you're supposed to say it. Svetli, uh, the Svetli 12. Uh, we were drinking that right out of the fermenter. And I'm going to tell you it was pretty good i had a couple of them and a couple of non and uh and a veggie curry pan i didn't spoil my supper either it was delightful uh but what a great event so and it was just great to go back and do an event and they took it very seriously i had to show my proof of vaccination and then i had to show id to prove that the proof of vaccination i have was mine And I really actually appreciated that extra step because anybody can just walk in with a PDF. I could email you mine and you could use it, but I wouldn't do that. And I would hope you wouldn't do that either. Um, But uh, uh, but it was a very thorough, very safe affair. It was great just standing around with some people drinking some delightful beers and uh, seeing Reyes go off, it was a really, really good time. And I would highly encourage you guys, you know, get back out there if you feel if you're double vaccinated and you feel safe. Uh, you know, take advantage of these uh, these events that are popping up now because it's been a while, <laughs> and I'd say we earned it. Uh, it. It was really nice to get out. So, as always, cheers to everyone at Godspeed. Really good time. Uh, wrapping up, Lone Wine. That's a heck of a nice beer. Not what I was expecting, but holy moly, is it good. Uh, so look that up at, uh, at Sawdust. Their 2000th brew, and uh, it's a winner, I would say. So check that out. As I say, you can order them. They'll deliver to you. And uh, get some juicing while you're there. That's all I'm going to tell you. You can get anything else you want, but get some juicing and some lone wine. Probably some little Norway, but I'm going to stop because you don't need to hear anymore. more. That said, it is 927. I'm going to sign off. I will be back here next. No, I'm not going to be back here next Monday. It's Thanksgiving. There's a not zero percent chance that I might be doing something that night. I don't even want to have to think about it. Have a great Thanksgiving. If I happen to turn up, enjoy. It'll be great. I'm sure. But uh, let's plan on skipping next week for the sake of Thanksgiving. We'll jump back in the week after that. And uh, I should have some rugby stories for you because I haven't talked about rugby much recently. Did you know I play rugby? (laughs) Anyway, be good to each other. Take care. Like I said, get out to some events, support those uh, those people who are putting them on and uh, just make sure you got your vaccine vaccine stuff ready to go and you're good to go. And Beer and a Bozo, uh, yep, you are exactly right. That's who it was. If you don't know what I'm talking about, well, you should have been on Instagram. Have a great night, guys. Bye.